Yes, we are in the uh, TV studio, working on some ideas, recording some, uh, just some banter. Yeah, I was just thinking that, like, why not just, you know, talk a little sports, you know? Yeah. The Ben Simmons situation. Oh, the Ben Simmons situation. I heard about that today. Well, yeah, it's not even just, like, what's recently been happening, but just, like, the whole situation in general, you know? Like, he pulls up to... I was surprised that he came back, too. Yeah, I feel like the way that like he was getting like treated by the fans and by the media like i felt like a trade was just bound to happen but um he came he never really said why he wanted to come back though mm-hmm. my guess is that like his team wasn't really able to get a trade to like where he wanted to go because right. like i'm sure like the the idea was it's like there's probably been like a few teams that have been in the running i think like the kings have been in the running the timberwolves have been in the running i've heard my favorite team, the San Antonio Spurs, been mentioned in the running a couple of times. Yeah, which they had a I really want to make it very clear. I do not want the Spurs to take Ben Simmons. They no actually shot. offered what, because I'm a Sixers fan, right? So I think what a very, and don't get me wrong, I'm a Sixers fan, but I'm also a fan of like Ben Simmons. Like I do actually like him, even though he has been extremely difficult and he is very annoying, especially recently. But. No, I think he's. I think his game is. I, I like a lot of his game a lot. Um, mm-hmm. But anyways, I think that the oh, yeah. Spurs offered, like they they had a very good trade offer. I think. I for think ben they Simmons. offered either Derek White. I don't think we they, offered them Dejounte. No, they they did. They actually oh, offered Dejounte God, no. Murray and and Derek on. White. No, not Derek White. Hold on, I got Kelvin pull, Johnson. I gotta pull up. The, the, I do not want to trade DeJounte Murray. I love DeJounte Murray. I know. He's actually good. I got to pull up the roster so for the Spurs bad. because I, I don't remember exactly who they were trading. Yeah. I think the Spurs, though, it's like I just want to really for us to like def- to develop the young core. It's like we got rid of a lot of our veteran players. Like DeMar is gone. Um, Patty Mills, unfortunately, left. That was a big loss, in my opinion. Um. Rudy Gay also left. And I mean, like, DeMar DeRozan, I really like DeMar. I think he's a fantastic player, but, like, it was time to move on. Like, mm-hmm. it was just, like, getting to that point where it's, like, DeMar's a great player, but he's not, like, a player that's going to, like, really lead you all the way, especially since the Spurs weren't able to really surround him with the best players. Like, Aldridge, yeah. like, retired. Well, he got traded, and then he retired. He's back now in the Nets. But, like, it just, it just never really fully worked out, like, I will always say, like, going back, like, if if I could go back and, like, if I was the Spurs and, like, I was, like, trying to find a trade for Kawhi Leonard, I would have tried to trade for Jimmy Butler. I feel like, because look at what he did with the Heat. Like, the right. Heat went from being, like, you know, like, a pretty solid team, like, very average, like, mm-hmm. fringe playoff team to, like, in the finals against LeBron where they put up a really good fight. Yeah. And then, obviously, like, they did a really good job with, like, drafting a lot of the young core surrounding mm-hmm. them, but, like, the Spurs have done a pretty good job of getting like some really like late round gems like Kelvin Johnson, Derek White, Dejounte Murray. Yeah. Like, I would say like the only first round pick, the only like recent draft pick out of ours that hasn't really worked out was Luka Samanic, um, who just got cut the other day. He's on the Knicks now on a two way contract. Mm. So I mean, but yeah. other than that though, like we've a lot of the guys are showing potential. Yeah, I found out what the the trade for Simmons was. It was actually it was Dejounte Murray and Lonnie Walker. 
And I was thinking, see, that's I, not I, that bad. Like I was low, looking at the stats for them too, and it's like they're putting up, they're putting up like good slash decent numbers. And the thing about and, Lonnie Walker is that like he's been like he's shown flashes, but like he hasn't like because all the other young guys on the team, like I feel like they've taken that leap. I think Lonnie Walker, he's still like trying to do that. Um, still, mm-hmm. so like if he, like that's actually a trailer. As much as I love Dejounte, that actually isn't too bad. Derek White's untouchable mm-hmm. though. He's my favorite player. He's untouchable. Yeah. But that's a trade that. that, like, it would suck. And, like, I don't know if it would work. Like, I, it's just Ben Simmons is just such a risky player. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. Like, San Antonio especially, too. For what Ben Simmons wants, which is, like, he wants to be in, like, a big market team. Which isn't mm-hmm. going to happen because a lot of the big market teams are in position to contend. But, like, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It's just like it just doesn't really seem like a team that Ben Simmons will want to go to. Yeah, it, exactly. I think that, and here's the thing that I, I find is just like, it it just puts the whole situation in just a weird like position because if you're the Sixers organization, right? You're like, okay, this Ben Simmons guy, he kind of you know he kind of sold us in the playoffs. It wasn't solely him. I'll say it wasn't solely on Ben Simmons, but you know he was a pretty big a major benefactor to them not yeah, going definitely. as far in the playoffs and he's kind of been like he was a little overhyped i guess like everyone was like dang this guy could be like lebron 2.0 and then he comes out and then it's, it's like always those videos in the beginning of the yeah. summer they see ben simmons shoot and everyone's like oh my god just wait till ben simmons can shoot three pointers and it's like yeah it's just his mentality that's wrong. Yeah, exactly. It is his mentality. Because, like, and my dad and I, when we were watching them in the playoffs, like, we noticed this, too. Like, it, it was just, like, he wasn't there. Like, he was physically He's there just on not the court. But he just, yeah, he just wasn't there. Like, even – he just there wasn't there mentally. Like, literally, even just most the most basic things, like if someone on the other team would shoot, he would just stand there. Like, he wouldn't even attempt to get a rebound or anything. Like, he would put no effort in. And then yeah. when he gets the ball going up the court, he just immediately dishes it. He doesn't even try to create his own shot. Well, he is a good shot. playmaker. Like, that yeah. is, like, one of the biggest parts about his game. Like, yeah. but I mean, like, he has to have, like, that mentality where it's, like, if Trey Young's on you, like, if you got that mismatch, you just got to take it up. Exactly. And, like, I saw him, one of my favorite um, YouTubers the other day, he tried to, like, say how Ben Simmons is basically Giannis, except they're, like, they have, like, different mentalities, which I fully disagree with. I but mean, then again, like, you could... I, I see the comparisons. Like, they're both yeah. are very tall players with, like, po- with they can handle the ball well. They're amazing on defense. They've demonstrated ability to shoot. Giannis tries, though. Yeah. And that's the thing that a lot of people, like, don't really understand. Like, Ben Simmons, he actually can shoot. Like, he, he can. He just chooses not to. And, like, in the game, mentally, like, he just doesn't. Because I yeah. think he's, like either just too afraid to miss like he's too afraid for his stock to drop or whatever but i feel like by doing that and by like being so fearful and however he's like messed up mentally you know i don't think it's here's my thing i don't think it's really fear i think it's just like him just not really caring that much like he just doesn't want as much as somebody like Embiid or tyrese maxi or any of the other players on the sixers i just don't think he really has that competitive drive you know like Mm -hmm. it's like i think like even like going back to like his days of like lsu it's like he missed like a lot of time because like his grades weren't good and Mm -hmm. i'm not saying like you being bad at school translates to you being bad at basketball 
but like even like when he was like missing games it's like he didn't seem like he cared mm-hmm. i mean it it never really affected him he was the number one pick anyways and going back yeah. to what i was saying about Giannis, it's like ben simmons is like Giannis came from like out of nowhere yeah like nobody knew who he was like where he was from well he's from greece but like nobody really knew that much about him like he was a very raw player mm-hmm. ben simmons like the sixers knew what they were getting in ben simmons yeah every everybody knew who ben simmons was so super like hyped up and Giannis like, had this to kid's prove gonna be amazing yeah Giannis. i mean what he was drafting like 2014 something 2013 like i yeah. think he was the 15th overall pick just outside the lottery yeah like Giannis has come so far from i mean obviously if you're the what 15th pick you said or something like that i mean you're still up there but like yeah you're t- if you talk about it's like very... how far he's come like overall on his journey especially now within like the last two three mm-hmm. seasons how many accolades he's like gotten yeah it's just it's crazy like Giannis's mentality is just like so crazy meanwhile someone like ben simmons if he had a mentality like Giannis could be like a top five player in the yeah, league to I, be I honest do, i do hope that ben simmons can just like play better but i just mm-hmm. i just wanted to get out of philly like i don't want philly to be to have that like weighing down on them yeah because i think it, it's like it I sucks because i i do like i do like ben simmons in philly and like it's it's just a sucky situation because it's like he has to come back now because they're like finding him so much money and now when he's there like practicing and whether or not whether or not he actually like plays it's just he's not gonna have the same mentality like he's not gonna care about winning or losing with them and because they're paying him anyways he's making the money it's not like Kyrie where he's not gonna get paid yeah which I mean I don't think the Sixers can really like stop paying him because like he's on contract he owes the money. I think this is kind of like what Harden was doing to the Rockets. Like, he wasn't playing games, and, like, they eventually had a trade him. It's like, I feel bad mm-hmm. for Embiid, too, because Embiid has done, like, his part. Oh, yeah. Embiid carries the Sixers on his back. And, I mean, I'm so happy now that the Sixers are finally, like, getting, like, more good players around him, especially oh, yeah. getting, like, like they, a good the, young the team, core. I think that the Sixers, if depending – as it stands right now, if Ben Simmons plays on the Sixers, I don't know if they can get past the second round with the current team they have. Obviously, like, they should be a conference finals team, like, no-brainer. Yeah. But, like, from what we've seen, like, in this whole era since, like, 2018, it's, like, it just hasn't come fully to fruition. So, like, I think that the most important thing for the Sixers is, like, they need to find, like, what's going to give them, like, the most just overall depth mm-hmm. to surround like Embiid. Yeah. Like, that's really like it. And I think the whole thing with it's like it all just boils down to Simmons's mentality and like I think that like Philly as a city and as a team and just overall has like just not like treated him well. And I mean that is what you get in Philly. And like even some a lot of like all like philly sports teams they like they have to embrace it because you know phil like philly fans are like the toughest fans in all they're sports the they're like the most passionate they will get just as mad they're the at most you. passionate i i was about to say they're the most toxic fan base they they the thing that i will say about philly fans is that like, if you do great things there they'll love you yeah but like if you don't like play up to potential like they will give you hell yeah it's like 
yeah it's it's like kind of all or nothing like you're either great or you suck and and that and that's like that's a big extreme but it's like simmons like not living up to his potential and like the fact that like we see we see a bunch of videos like every off season especially this like this off season that we see him putting in the work we see all the videos we see him playing against other nba level players and shooting and everything and being great and whatnot and then it just doesn't translate over to the actual season exactly where like whereas you look at some of the other players in the off season who you, you know you see them grinding staying in the lab or whatever and then they come out and they perform which i think players on the sixers like maxi someone like isaiah joe like matisse thibel like these young guys are going to really shine mm-hmm. yeah i i hope the sixers do well this season like i want to see him go far like i like a lot of the guys on the team mm-hmm. and yeah i mean it's going to be a very good season like who do you think is no who would you say is probably the strongest contender to win it all this year this year see that's kind of hard because it's a like, toss-up yeah it is, a lot of it is pretty teams. hard because i mean the bucks like if you look the if ya- if Giannis, like you've seen the clips of him hitting these like jump shots he's, like in he's preseason. His bag. like he's i mean his bag and i think that is harden's fault you know last year he was saying like man's has no skill all he does is he have to just run to the basket and dunk I don't and think now, it was all hard. I think, like, he's just, like, one of those players who just – it doesn't yeah. even matter, like, what people outside – like, he's going to want to get better, which that's, yeah. like, one of the things I really admire about Giannis. Yeah. I don't think – I'm not saying it's, like, 100% Harden's fault. Like, Harden did this. But I just, I say jokingly, you know, Harden yeah. did this. And, and I think because that's just one thing that Giannis is just so much better at than a lot of other people is, mm-hmm. like, his mentality and his just drive to just keep getting better every single day. And, like, if Giannis – can consistently hit that jump shot i do think the bucks could be a big problem again especially now divincenzo's back you know he's oh, yeah. going to be starting again which they, literally, they literally won the chip without even one of their starters mind you and then yeah. i mean brooklyn obviously they're just wow like yeah <laughs> like they're they're just something else even without Kyrie, like yeah. you still have harden you got kd you got blake griffin um yeah I mean, especially now, like, young guys, like, what, they have, what's his name, like... Bruce Brown. Cam something, right? They have, like, a really young guy who's, like, incredible. Um, who, what position does he play? I don't know exactly, but someone else, another team, like, everyone's like, dang, the Lakers, the Lakers are gonna be crazy, which, I mean, yeah, I I can see that, because, like, they're all, like, really good, like, most of their team is veterans, like, they are... Yeah, they got the veteran leadership. They also got Kendrick Nunn, though, and Malik Monk, those are pretty young players. Yeah, so, I mean, the Lakers, I could see, like, going to the conference finals, probably, at least. I mean, them winning the chip... Like, yeah, you want to know who I questionable? Think? Like you could definitely you could make the argument that they're a very strong contender, but I could also see the argument that there yeah. there's other better contenders. You want to know who I think is probably one of the most a team that not a lot of people are talking about enough to win the champion the whole thing, the Denver Nuggets. Yeah, I, and let yeah, me explain. I see the Nuggets. Let me explain. Now I know what like some people are thinking. It's like okay. If they play against the Bucks in the Nets or the finals, who's going to guard KD? Who's going to guard Giannis? They have guys who could guard Giannis. MPJ, who on offense, MPJ is just 
He's so efficient on offense. Yeah, he. I think that this season is a breakout like, season. Like hundred percent, this is a breakout season. Yeah, for I him. think he's. I think he's headed towards maybe an All Star berth this year. Like, mm-hmm. they got a ton of veteran depth. They got um Aaron Gordon, who was that was from last season, mm-hmm. very solid. You know, power forward to have on the team. Yeah, Jeff Green, who was one of my favorite role players in the league. I love Jeff Green. Um, obviously Jamal Murray's going to be back and healthy. Mm-hmm. So, and that's one of the things that I think like really hurt them against like Phoenix was that like they didn't really have like that other guy to really go to besides like Michael Porter Jr. Yeah. So having like and so having like Jamal Murray as like one of either the second or the third option depending on like how MPJ is doing is going to be a very big, very big thing on the team to have. And um, what the the Nuggets have Jokic. Yeah. Obviously. Well, yeah, obviously. I was thinking... Um, Bones Island? No, because... What? Austin Rivers is on the Knicks, right? I don't know where Austin Rivers is on right now. Because I, think- I was, like, thinking of that clip where, like, they're playing against, like, Dame, and then he's, like... Oh. He fin- he fin- Dame finally misses one, and he's, like... He's, like, so happy because <laughs> he finally missed one. Oh, uh, yeah. That's, but, that's that's a funny clip. Um, But yeah. back to what I was saying, like, Yoch is just... He's the reigning MVP, and obviously, a questionable, like, and, very questionable MVP. Yeah, I would say like Embiid. Say. It was like I wanted Embiid to win it, um, but I mean, Jokic did have a very good season. Like, I mean, it's hard to argue against like a lot of the statistics he put. Although I will say Embiid's the much better defensive player. Uh, yeah, I will say well-rounded. I think like if we're talking about, like who's more like well-rounded in terms of both ends on the court, I would say Embiid's probably the better player. But you can't deny that Jokic has just. Mm-hmm. He he's just such a good playmaker. Like he yeah. knows how to get the best, get the most out of his uh, teammates. Yeah. Like don't get me wrong, because what the top three choices were Embiid, Jokic, and Curry, right? If I remember correctly. Yeah. Which don't get me wrong, all of those completely deserving candidates to be the MVP. And I think even just take into consideration the fact that Embiid missed so many games. Like oh, yeah. that says something too. And mm-hmm. I mean, obviously. Embiid is averaging more points than Jokic and everything, and Jokic has more assists because he's got a lot of other guys on the Nuggets that can do some damage. Um, yeah. But um, and obviously, Bones M- It should have been the MVP'd. Yeah, I remember when that was going on. Um, yeah. I think I I think he could definitely follow up with another MVP caliber season. It's mm-hmm. crazy to think that they I think they both came from the same draft. Um, yeah, I think it was both. They both were drafted in 2014. Yeah, Jokic was like a second round pick. It's crazy to think about like how yeah, far they've like, come. Yo- yeah, Jokic. That that's like that might have been like one of the biggest steals in the NBA, like all time, maybe. All time. I've I've seen a lot of people have been putting Jokic because like I've seen like some videos where it's like they use like stats among amongst like other things. You watch them Jimmy High Roller on no. YouTube. Mm-hmm. Makes some great videos and he uses like a lot of stats in his videos to like talk about different things. Mm-hmm. Um, and Jokic, um, and I saw I was reading another article today where it was like some guy like came up with like the Bill Russell scale to like use like statistics and like other stuff and like accolades of the player's career to determine like who had like the strongest resume. And mm-hmm. Jokic like made it, I think, on the like both of those lists. So mm-hmm. I think it's definitely do I think Jokic is a seven a top 75 like. Because the thing about the top 75 list is, like, it's the greatest players. It's not, like, the best, like, overall players of all time. Because I think that there's a distinction between, like, 
greatest and then like also like best because I think like Jokic is probably a top 75 player to like ever touch a basketball do you think that that's like a fair thing I could, to say? I could I could see the argument I it's mean, like the same thing with like Luka Doncic like a lot of people think that Luka Doncic should be in the top 75 which I, I would mean, say probably not right now yeah, not. not as of this moment. Could I see Luka Doncic actually becoming like a top ten player of all time? Yes. If I mean, he yeah. if he continues and has an amazing career, I could yeah. see that. I could see that. Yeah, but back to what I was saying about the Nuggets, you gotta you've been seeing what Bones Island's been doing mm-hmm. in the preseason. Yeah, I, I, I'm telling you, man. Like I, like he's he's going to be the steal of the draft. Like. He is. I think that the Spurs, I mean, I kind of wish that the Spurs would have taken him low-key, but Primo is pretty good. Mm-hmm. I was thinking, like, I was going into the draft, I was like, we need a big man, and then when we took Primo, I was mad, because, like, why are we taking him? Like, we need a big man besides, like, Yaka Pirtle. But, like, Eubanks has been developing pretty nice, so, and right. then Pirtle is always, he's pretty good. Yeah, speaking, um, or, sorry to cut you off there. No, nah, but what I've been saying about Bones Island is, like, he's such a good scorer. Mm-hmm. Like, and obviously, like, we've – he's been around. Like, we've known about him since, like, high school, since he was back at, like, St. George's. So, like, we know, like, how good he was. But, like, I'm telling you right now, like, if you would have told me that, like, he would be, like, leading rookies in preseason NBA scoring, like, back when I was a freshman, I don't know if I would have believed in you. But mm-hmm. Yeah, and speaking of the draft, because you are saying he's, like, the steal of the draft, yeah. I think that, like – I think that a lot of people believe that Cade is just overall, like, the best in the draft just because he's the overall, you know, round one pick yeah, one. Yeah, I would say, like, and I, we didn't get really a chance to, like, know that much about a lot of the draft class because of um, COVID happened and, like, not – maybe, like, not as many people, like, were paying attention to, like, March Madness mm-hmm. and all that stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, Which, but I'm, I'm excited, though. I feel like we – I feel like this year's, like, draft class is pretty deep. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, there's a bunch of really solid picks. I think 100%. that they could definitely make a big impact. I think personally that the rookie of the year is, I'll say, the, who who I think has the highest chance of getting it, and that's Jalen Green. Just because oh, yeah, like he, he has the G League experience. Like, he has been playing guys that are like... Former you know, the, NBA G League, the G League is essentially, essentially NBA level. It's like the guys who are just past the bench for NBA level, you know? And like... The G League players, because obviously there's, like, a hierarchy to basketball, you know, like, mm-hmm. past college, then there's the G League, then there's the NBA. Like, the mm-hmm. G League guys are, like, better than, like, 99% of the college players. So, and Oh, most fact, definitely. And the fact that Jalen Green was, you know, going ham in the G League, like, yeah. he has that experience. So, I think that him coming up to the NBA stage is not going to be that yeah. huge of a transition for him. And I no, think yeah, that he's going to excel. Yeah, I think he'll fit him right, right in. Mm-hmm. Um I mean, yeah, it's, like, I think a lot of people, like, don't really understand, like, and I think that allowing, like, players to come out of high school and right into the Julie, I think that that was such a great move by the NBA. Mm-hmm. Because, like, for one thing, like, it helps, like, people in, like, certain situations who might need the money, like, right away. Yeah. Because, like, let's sure. face it, it's, like, most top prospects, like, they're not going to college to, like, you know, for school. Yeah. And I'm not saying that, like, that should be like frowned upon or anything because that's like understandable it's like you just want to play basketball and then like get drafted mm-hmm. and like i think that i think that it will help college basketball too because like a lot of people it's like 
because my dad went to Duke, so I'm a huge like Duke basketball fan. And yeah. It's like it just hasn't been mm -hmm. like the same really since like Cam, RJ, and Zion left. It's like every yeah. time we get like a new class, it's just like I don't know. It just hasn't yeah. been like the same like level of excitement. It's just like you see like guys like just come for a year and then leave. Mm -hmm. So I would rather like I if if a player is gonna go one and done, like I would rather have him just go to the G League. You know, like get that level of competition if you really want it, and if you're that elite. Yeah, like if you're that guy, if you're yeah. that guy, go out and be that guy. Yeah, prove yeah, prove yourself. Like I would rather mm -hmm. have players do that than just like, you know, like I don't know. I'm not saying that like everybody who goes to like college has to like stay there for an entire four years. Yeah. But I mean like at the same time, it's just like just for the experience though, too. It's like you know, like so, certain people want different things and it's like a one and done experience in college like if you want to get like a good like college experience it's like you can't just like go like one and done mm -hmm. and and obviously like guys like J.R. smith now are like going back to college and yeah. like i actually think it's really wholesome how he's talking about like all the different stuff he's doing in college he's like hey i just got like an a on like my um my african-american history exam like that was like one thing that just like really made me happy it's like yeah like good for him you know like you you went and you had you know a great like nba career like and then i love jr smith yeah and then it's like now after you retire which i mean you see most if not all nba players after they retire they do this they just kind of go into what like what their pa other passions are besides basketball like their i think other john wall got a degree too um, and Vince Carter did as well. I think like he went like three years in the NBA or three years in at North Carolina. Then I think he came back um, for his graduation, like even when he was still in the NBA. So mm -hmm. um, and college isn't for everybody. Like not everybody has to go and earn a degree. But like, yeah, I think that's um, it's a really good thing. And J.R. Smith went to St. Benedict's High School, too, in New Jersey. Um, and we played against him in soccer. Mm. It's pretty cool. Yeah, that is cool. So, uh, I think at, we've run out of things to talk about. Yeah. Noah. I mean, surely there are more things to talk about. Like, like we I, could go, we could talk all day about the NBA. Like the season literally starts tonight as we, as we are recording this at, um, 2 39 PM on Tuesday, October 19th, 2021. Mm -hmm. Um, but I mean, I think I'm um, the first, um, 25, um, players on the NBA's 75 greatest players of all time list is going to come out tonight. Mm -hmm. So that's going to be very exciting. Do you here, we'll finish this off with two, two final points. Okay. Cause who, who plays tonight again? It's Lakers versus Warriors. Right? Um, yeah, I think it's Lakers Warriors at 10. And then I think it's on Bucks Nets is the first game at seven 30. Okay. Who do you got taking both of those games? Who I got taking both of those games. Um, I think um the Bucks, if I'm not mistaken, the Bucks are going to be at home, right? Yeah, I'll, I'll uh, check I don't real know, quick. to be honest with you. Yeah, I'll check real quick. Um, oh yeah, Benson's just got suspended. I just looked at my phone. Yeah, um, I, I did hear about that. Oh yeah, the Bucks had the home advantage. I got the Bucks. Um, that, yeah, and then actually, I think um. I think Klay Thompson is playing tonight for the Warriors, so I actually have um the Warriors. I'm um, coming on the road and getting the win. Yeah, I can see Lakers. that because you know, the Warriors have a lot of like really good young guys, and especially yeah. with like Jordan Poole's like preseason, like it's crazy to think that like Klay Thompson, the last time he's played an NBA game was when we were still freshmen. Yeah, it's and it just you look at like the team comparisons too, like 
Russ was on the like Thunder and KD Russ was, was still on the Thunder. Russ yeah, was, KD, KD was, was on the Warriors. Yeah, KD was his teammate. Harden was where was Harden? Boy Griffin was in um, Detroit. Yeah, like the league has changed so much since Clay. Yeah, we've back. done. I think we've had like three NBA seasons, like going at least like taking progress in like the past two years. Mm-hmm. Time really is flown by fast. Yeah, but I, I could I could definitely I mean I think both both games are gonna be like very close. Like I don't think either one is gonna oh, yeah, definitely. be even very close exciting, to very a blowout. Like game. I'd say both of them are within like five point wins probably. Yeah, I mean it's the opening night. Like they're always gonna have like the marquee matchups. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I think that um pretty much wraps up everything we were talking about. Well, um, I was gonna say I had two more points. So that oh, was two point, more that points? was point oh. one. And then also the last final point. Do you think that um, the top seventy-five list for their number one pick of Michael Jordan? You, do I you don't agree think. With that? Oh wait, did they just say? They just announced. Okay, because I was. Was is the NBA I making their own? Because I was think. Because I was looking well, at the one by I, Slam. Cause Slam because Slam made. Their I own. think that like I think that what it is because like I don't think it's in a particular order, from what I remember about like obviously i wasn't alive in 1996 but like Mm -hmm. it's like i think that what they do is i think it's not in a particular order i think they just like name the 70 the players who they think like are the top 75 so Mm -hmm. obviously like jordan lebron like all those guys are going to be in there yeah i'm interested to see like who misses the cut Mm -hmm. that's going to be a very interesting thing to see because i think that that is what's going to stir up a lot of controversy um, I think I trust that the NBA will get it right. I feel like from what I've seen from like the people who, like I've said, like I've seen like lists of people who like compile, compile like stats, and then obviously like some intangible stuff. Yeah. That um. Of course, that that's they use the certain thing you have metrics to, to weigh. But um, yeah, I, I feel like they're I feel like they'll do a good job. Like, as long as it's not like purely like sports writers that do it, because sports writers are sometimes very, very, very wrong. And yeah, especially like, like different types of you know like recency bias or something like that. Yeah, there's like, definitely a lot of recency bias. Like I've seen like some people where it's like they'll have like Dwayne Wade as like the fiftieth greatest player of all time, which I don't know. Do you think like Dwayne Wade's a top fifty player of all time? I think he is. Yeah, yeah. Because what I would I say, know, I would say to... he's like a top, at least top five like shooting. No, guard no, of all but time. like they'll have like. I, I, I'm trying to think of like somebody had like Magic Johnson at number fifteen. That was that was one that I think I remember from a sports writer, which I mean I don't think like you can objectively say that Magic's not like. Uh, I mean, you could say he's not like top ten. You could say he's like twelve or like eleven, but like fifteen. I I'd think say is a like most bit, generally, he's probably accepted as a top ten. Most generally, yeah, most generally. I mean, he is arguably the greatest point guard of all time. Yeah. I, I mean, think because we have the recency bias, we'll say, oh, yeah, Curry's better. I mean, I do think Curry's better. I think so, too. Okay, well. And if you and, think. Okay, about, we're not going to get into this because okay, this yeah. is going to go on a whole This is going to go on a whole other tangent. We'll make a part two of this. I'm we will make right a now, part two of this. All right, audience. For sure. Part two coming soon. All right, yeah, but um, this has been uh, Christian Doms and uh, Noah Narvez just talking some basketball, getting ready for the season tonight. Yeah. And, yeah. I actually, I actually didn't even think about that when I was like, "Hey, let's just record a little quick episode about like a sports talk." How far did we go? 
like time wise yeah yeah we're at like 32 and a half minutes and i wasn't even thinking about the fact that the nba literally starts tonight so yeah, that's actually perfect uh, yeah so, but um yeah this is like the nba kickoff episode right here yeah but yeah like when this does see the light of day um we hope you guys have enjoyed listening and um tune in next time for when me noah luke or Wyatt just talk about some other random banter yep we'll see you guys thanks for watching